Good morning, Central Kentucky. Probably soaked in wet listeners out there wait, braving the storms today. Welcome to Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Skinny. This is Jimmy Skinny McKinney. We are answering your questions, giving you the skinny on home improvement, remodeling, designing, or building. Whether you're doing it yourself, having a friend or a relative help, or hiring a professional. Here to help educate as much as we can on the latest products, trends, designs, techniques. 873-9566. And welcome to Halloween special. Okay, that was my best interpretation of a ghost there. Ah, Ghosts aren't real. We know that. But the Holy Spirit is real in each and one of us that has Jesus Christ. So there you go. I just want to say, yeah, it's raining and storming. Yesterday I was out at a on the Hamburg side of town here in Lexington and there was a, the fall trees and the colors, man, it's just, it's awesome. And the, I love the yellows and the, and the reds, the yellow trees are probably one of my favorites. I don't know what those trees are. So, but just stopping and taking a picture of that and just taking that in. So as you're driving around today, driving around Lexington, take in what, uh, what God's created for us and know that you are blessed. And when you see that, Everything that you're carrying, any weight or stress, I just cast that off of you right now in Jesus' name, and I enjoy enjoy the nature and the and the rain and all the beauty. It's a good nap day. I'm, I'm declaring today is National Nap Day. So <clears throat> take your uh, take your 15 minute nap. Hey, I, hey, Brad, I learned a new uh, new nap technique called uh, Nappuccino. Have you ever heard of this? Never heard of Nappuccino. So take a Drink a coffee, or if you've got an energy drink, or yeah, there you go. Slam that down and then kick back for about 15 minutes. Take a quick nap, 15, 20 minute nap. When you wake up, that caffeine's kicked in, you're refreshed from the nap, and you're even more charged than you were. So try that, try that out. Tell, tell Skinny how it works. So, Nappuccino. <laughs> so, hey, uh, thanks again for joining us. Again, I'm Jimmy Skinny. Skinny! At Jane R. Construction, we're down here in Lexington. We're at six thirty three West Main Street, downtown Lexington. We're a design, build, remodeling company. Kitchens, bathrooms, basements, room additions, decks, whole house remodels. If you've got uh, any projects you're looking at for next year, now's a good time. Where a lot of our clients that we're going through the design process, or projects aren't going to start till next year, so now's a good time to get starting through that process, thinking about next year's project. So. Again, happy Halloween, everybody out there. Happy rainy National Nap Day. If you're driving around want to give us a call, talk about a home improvement project, question, we're at 873-9566. Even if you're not driving around, if you're at home, it's okay. You can call too. So, We also have an open text line. You can text a question, comment, only for good comments. No, I'm just kidding. To 859 225 0162 is a text line. All right. We're going to continue on with talking about kitchen remodeling tips and kind of some do's and don'ts. Catch up a little bit from last week. We um, went through talking about eliminating steps, wasted steps in uh, when you're remodeling your kitchen, thinking about the, you know, the distance you walk between different parts of the kitchen, different stations, you know, from your sink to your fridge to your stove to the range. Prep areas, all those things. If you can eliminate those steps, breakfast tables, islands, all those things. 
The second was design wide walkways, so thinking of space between between your island and your countertop, things like that. So ideally, you want to have 42 inches of clear space around around those things. You can get by with 36. That's kind of the kind of the minimum you'd want to have. That would be if you if you've got multiple people who like to cook in the kitchen at the same time, 36 might be a little tight. But that may be all you have room for. We had a a caller or a somebody texted last week, and she had about nine feet, and you know she was able to get a thirty-six inch island in there. So just thinking about the size of island, if that's enough space, all those things there. So design wide walkways. Think about how you're going to direct traffic, and uh, you know for kid-friendly areas, if you've got small kids and you've got stoves that have the knobs on the front, you may want to direct and lay out kitchen in a way so it keeps your traffic pattern away from those kind of things the um, finding the right height for the microwave you know uh, putting one over top of the stove may be the only place you can put it but if you want to get it down a little lower so it's more eye level chest level we've done some where we do drawer microwaves which are which are pretty neat and can save space you can put them down in an island the drawer opens up you just put stuff right in, lift it in and out. Creates a little easier. Stay clear of corners. Just think about your corner cabinets, Lazy Susans, all those. The Lazy Susans, I tell you, have come a long way. They're not as much of a uh, finger. I don't know how many of us growing up did you ever uh, get your hand caught in a Lazy Susan in the corner? But they they've come a come a long way in design, and they're not as bad as clipping your fingers now. So determine the island's function. If you're going to have room for an island and put an island in, determining the function, are you going to have a, a cooktop on there? Is it going to be multi-level? Are you going to have one size raised or the other? Is your sink going to be in the island? You know, putting a sink in the island, maybe you want it raised, maybe you don't. You know, if you have dishes in there and, you know, if that's uh, what you're going to see all the time. Cook Cooktop services, think about, you know, if you're cooking and people are sitting around, that could create the hibachi grill feel to the house. Or if you want it all on one level, that's what a lot of our clients do. You, you can get different size stools for different height of islands and things like that. Next uh, kitchen remodeling tip is plan landing a landing space. For that uh, you know airplane that we all have that we keep in the backyard. No, not that kind of landing space. Come on, skinny. The landing space for your... Electronics, thinking of uh, space beside your refrigerator on the side, you know, pull something out of the fridge and you don't have any countertop space there. You designed it pretty tight. You've got a small kitchen. Maybe you don't have enough space, but yeah, pulling stuff out of a fridge, do I have to turn around, set it on the counter behind me? Can I set it beside me? Pulling stuff out of the oven, the stove, setting it off to the side. So plan your landing spaces, not your Airplane landing spaces. You can do that at the Bluegrass Airport. Speaking of that, I think there's a there's a kids flying program where you can a kit. A guy that I was at at a state home builders meeting is big over there. the The museum has a kids camp during the summer or something where you can have your kid go over there. Anyway, girls, if you're listening, we'll see. <laughs> Just kidding. Consider your countertops in a kitchen remodeling. Thinking about how you cook space-wise and meals, what 
types of countertops that you like. There's so many different kinds from granite to quartz to quartzite to marble, corian, laminate. And that's just – I'm just scratching the surface a little bit. Outdoor countertops, thinking of those if you're doing an outdoor kitchen. All right, the next tip was double up. Double up meaning maybe you have a secondary microwave and a secondary maybe under-counter fridge for guests or kids. Can I keep out of the keep yourself out of the cook, cooking area? We'll keep traffic down. I don't I don't have a lot of space in my kitchen, so I don't if you have a bigger kitchen you might be able to do that, but uh, a lot of times you may not have the space to be able to do that. Or you know what? Just put it out in the garage. Make 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 everybody go out in the garage and get their stuff and came down the kitchen. Next kitchen remodeling tip: arrange the range. So arrange the range, meaning small shelves beside the range, maybe on the backsplash behind you, on the side, or little hooks for cooking utensils, things you use a lot of the time. Little S hooks, things like that, are uh, good accessories to add around the range. So you can uh, put those in. All right, the next one around, speaking around the range and the cooktop, fill it up. So fill up your, that by, you can easily plumb in a pot filler faucet to fill those pots up. So, you know, the thing that I've always said is, you know, you, you put a pot filler in and you bring it over there and you fill it up and you're eliminating a step. You don't have to carry it from the sink to the stove, but you got to carry it back to the sink to empty it. Or put it somewhere, you know, some of that steam, I guess, is going to evaporate it, so it may not be as heavy. But we've done some where we, we have enough space and we do a small, we've done them in the countertop where you can do a small just secondary sink with a small drain. You don't even have to have a faucet, just a way to, you know, you can empty water right there. So that's a, another thing to think about. And uh, design and before you're going to remodel your kitchen, be sharp. When storing knives, so a lot of your drawers now have built-in knife holders and cutting boards and pull-outs. There's so many different features and things like that. So working, if whether you, if you are going to do it yourself or working with a professional companies that have the software and the programs for cabinet-specific drawings and things like that, we at Jane R Construction we have two different programs that we use. One of them is cabinets because we're we're a dealer for our own cabinet line. So we're able to show that and work through that with our clients as well and go through box by box. You know, if you're going to have doors or drawers, knife drawers, pullouts, all that good stuff. And the next one, talking about some of the accessories there and cabinets, uh, make recycling easy. Maybe you have a drawer that's for paper or newspapers, if you still read the newspaper, if you recycle those, uh, versus more of a trash can style drawer for plastics and Metals, aluminums. In uh, Fayette County, you don't have to separate that stuff. And I think some of the surroundings you don't either. So you may not need to separate those. But if it for space saving, maybe you want to if you recycle a lot. All right, next kitchen remodeling tip here on Skinny on the Home is easy reach. So if you have kids or thinking about kids or maybe you have grandkids coming over, when first house we lived in, when the kids, when my girls were little, we had a, my wife had a small drawer in the kitchen because, you know, think about it, in the kitchen, you spend a lot of your time there. And small kids, she had one drawer down at the bottom that was just their stuff and, you know, or kitchen stuff to play with and things like that. So having an easy reach drawer, maybe it's a snack 
drawer that you want your kids to have, maybe that that drawer that they can easily reach and can have access to. You put the broccoli in that, and then you put the the candy up above the fridge where they can't reach. Or something. So make easy reach places there. The next one we wrapped up last week, I think, was adding a message center. So having kind of a thinking of a landing spot, you know, if you're creating a landing zone for electronics and plugins and all keys and all those things, incorporate a message center as part of that too. Maybe you have a they make chalkboard paint. Uh, I know in our house we use a lot of dry erase boards, and you can actually you can get four by eight sheets of a product at some of the box stores have it, and we've mounted that on the wall, and you can cut that into different things. It's not as some of the dry erase boards are easily cleanable than some of the others. So look at some of that, but you can cut those at any size and put a little message board up to where you have a kind of a, maybe you have a family calendar. If we use a Google calendar and I tease my, my brother, uh, he's probably not listening. So I can, I can talk about him all I want, but my, <laughs> him and his wife, they have, they have multiple calendars of different because work is one and another. And I always tease them all the time. I said, you know, there's this thing called a Google calendar that you can sync everybody's calendars together. And they always, we always tease about that. So always good turkey uh, holiday time teasing. <laughs> so creating that uh, bulletin board, chalkboard, whiteboard, putting a calendar, notebooks, you know, uh, maybe you put a little bit of cork up there and you use pens to put up notes and messages back and forth. Or, you know, it's a great encur- – we'll call it the encouragement board. Have a, Having a, a note to your kids before they walk out or come back from school that you've been, encouraged them for the day. So that's uh, – keep the encouragement going. One of the most uh, popular – kitchen and bathrooms are one of the most popular remodels uh, that are out there. It's getting into more and more – you know, the kitchen kind of incorporates a little bit more remodeling because you may want to open up a wall between the kitchen and the dining room. Maybe it was closed off, and then you get into some flooring. Then you get into paint. So I know we've seen the trend over the past several years, almost the last decade. Of kitchen remodels are not just simply just replacing your cabinets and countertops anymore. It's it's in opening up spaces that you can and and creating bigger spaces and and those things. Because people are we're, we're staying in our houses longer. We like where we live, and making those improvements for that. So okay, so we're gonna. Talk a few more kitchen remodeling tips to wrap up this uh, list here. So plug it in. So thinking of multiple outlets, and we'll we'll talk some more of those. So thinking of outlets and where they're at in in relation to uh, where you're going to have appliances. Are you going to have an appliance garage? We've got you know your cabinets. Maybe your upper cabinets. Maybe you design those with a a thicker bottom. And we've done some. I'll tell you some neat things that we've done on some underneath the wall cabinets for plugs and things. So I'll tell you some some neat kind of tips and tricks and a little. That's your trick-or-treat for the day, some tips and tricks about plug-ins when we come back. So thanks for listening to Skinny on the Home. We'll be, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You can open phone lines, 873-9566. Come join me after the break. All right, welcome back. Central Kentucky, this is Skinny. This is Jimmy Skinny McKinney. Happy Halloween to you out there. We have open phone lines in the studio, 873-9566. Give us a call, taking your, answering your questions on giving you the Skinny on home improvement, remodeling, designing, building. We are 
kitchen remodeling and some of some tips and right before the break we were talking about plug it in we're having multiple outlets along the backsplash in the island so you have enough electricity for whatever you need a lot of times the new outlets that are out too have the usbs built into them thinking about you know if you're if you have an island kind of as a landing spot that everybody kind of hangs out at while dinner's getting ready or afternoon after school you know everybody comes home and plugs in their stuff maybe that's you know and they're still working on their devices or whatever having those extra outlets that have some USBs built into them is a good idea. The thing I was going to tell you about are for the break. So on upper cabinets, um, underneath there, you know, a lot of times we put in under cabinet lights and things like that. And that depth that's there, if you get stock cabinets or if, even if you're getting a going through someone like a J&R Construction, we're, we're a dealer for our own cabinet line. We can, um, from kind of stock to entry level to semi-custom to full custom, but even on the semi-custom, you can – the bottom thickness there, you can add a, a depth there or even like a light rail, which is a piece that kind of hangs down. And then you can put a plywood, a finished bottom to it, and it creates a space in there where you can use – we can put electrical boxes and actually have regular plug-ins. Again, you know, having wires hang down, if you have stuff that's plugged in all the time, that may not be what you want. But a lot of people, you know, backsplashes have come a long way over the years, whether it's more of a feature piece now than function sometimes on, it still functions as, you know, the main part of a backsplash is to keep grease and splatters and stuff off your drywall and uh, help preserve that drywall. Well, they've, that's become kind of a a statement piece nowadays. So you may not want to block all that with outlets and those things. So they make a, I, I call them pancake boxes, but they're, they're thinner electrical outlets that you can, you can put in there and, recess those in you still need a couple inches you know inch and a half or so there but that's one way you can you can put outlets and things in there we've we've also even done some small recessed puck lights that don't stick down that kind of recess in that so if you we i think we've got some pictures of that on our website you can go to jrcsi.com click on the gallery and go through the kitchens there and you can see some of those that we've done but yeah just putting outlets they also make a they make uh, outlet rails that you can that are kind of angled, so you can even put them where your wall cabinet meets your backsplash. You could put it back there, on the, kind of like the inside corner where that meets, and that can be a spot where you plug stuff in. They also they have those where I've seen it where we extend the uh, overhang of the so like say you have a countertop and the end of the run stops and your normal overhang is let's just say it's an inch, well extend it another half inch to three quarters so maybe it's an inch and three quarter overhang and then there's an outlet rail underneath that so it kind of hides that and uh, puts that in there you know another talking about outlets and charging stations another tip that we've done they make uh, wireless chargers and there's a couple places that have you can actually get a charger built into the countertop this wireless chargers and uh, it's pretty neat where you like say you have a, a granite top and that's been hollowed out kind of underneath in a spot where the charger's going to be, they'll you can drill like a small pilot hole and fill that with epoxy so there's just a small little dot and you know where that charger is so you can just lay your phone on there and have wireless charging. That's a pretty cool feature that's uh, starting to be more and more popular. And on that, on the wireless charging, that's a company that we get some of that through. They're working with furniture companies and you're probably going to start seeing that 
slowly but surely change over in, in hotels and motels where nightstands have kind of that wireless charging feature as our as our smartphones continue to turn over. Now, that won't work for uh, – so I'll, my, my parents, my dad still has a flip phone. So if you're a flip phone user, that's okay. It's, that's how we all started, right? So, All right, your next kitchen remodeling tip that I have for you is cut cleaning time. So cut your cleaning time. So careful design decisions make cleaning easy. Glass refrigerator shelves, flush set or undermount sinks that don't have crumb catchers. You know, one thing to talk about, if, you, if you're going to do a new countertop and a new undermount sink, make sure you talk to your countertop company or if uh, you're going to work with a contractor. There's Talk about positive or negative reveals on your sinks. There are some companies that, and what I mean by that is if an undermount sink, a negative reveal would would probably be the norm where the countertop kind of overhangs that sink and so there's a underneath you know that the granite is cut a little bit smaller than the actual sink a positive reveal would be you would see a little bit of that the edge of that so sometimes that depend on the look that you're going for in design you may want a little bit of positive reveal you may not want it you may want all negative reveal so just something to uh, think about there and just keep in mind too on countertops and things too. Matte, matte, M-A-T-T-E, matte finishes don't show uh, dirt as much as glossy ones do. So keep that in mind. Hey, again, if you're just joining us, eight seven three nine five six six. Give us a call here at Studios. I guess it's well, it, it, I guess it is National Nap Day. Is everybody out there sleeping? No, <laughs> today is a good nap day. Halloween, when it's raining. Uh, and if you're in Lexington, just remember Halloween trick-or-treating got moved to Saturday. There's no trick-or-treating tonight. But you might have a somebody that doesn't watch the news or didn't get the information. Might still show up when it's blowing storms. So be prepared in case somebody does show up and have some candy there. Break up cabinetry blocks. So... Next kitchen remodeling tip, avoid boring, heavy blocks of doors and drawers by adding interesting details such as glass doors can break it up. And you may not have a choice. Maybe you have a long run of cabinets and maybe you've got a hood in the middle. Maybe you position your range in the middle of that. But breaking that up, cabinets at different heights, different depths, having uh, maybe some cabinets that have glass in the middle of it and add some lights, it'll break up that long run. Maybe you maybe that's where you add a window. Maybe you bring in some more light to the house. Maybe it's not even a, a low window. Maybe you do a transom window up top and you have some like open shelving below. That's a that's a way to do that, break that up as well. Or put in some wine storage. There's there's different ways to, to do that. All right. Use light colors in small kitchens. So dark color schemes shrink an already small space and make it less inviting. You know, that's not really that big of an issue nowadays. There's so many kitchens, you know, still whites and grays, light grays, light blues are kind of the popular. White is still the trend and and, uh, that we're seeing even going into next year and foreseeable future that's still 
white is timeless. But um, think about dark colors. A lot of times we'll do we'll do a combination. We've done some kitchens. We did a small kitchen, kind of a galley kitchen that we used darker bottoms, bottom cabinets, and we used white uppers. So it kind of broke that up. So you had a dark and a light kind of together. Thinking about that kitchen now, if we would have used all dark cabinets, that would have really made it look a lot smaller. So just remember, dark color schemes can shrink in an already existing small space, make it less inviting. Maybe use soft shades on uh, use soft shades of color on kitchen cabinets and natural light to visually expand a small room. Also, another way to bring in some natural light, maybe you don't have room on a wall, or maybe if you put a window in a wall, you're going to be looking at the neighbor's house next door. But if you have the room above, we've done several. Um, they're, they're can lights, but they're, they're like the sun tunnel cans that have – they're kind of mirrored inside the the tunnel that you put in, but it's it's a can light that's natural light. It's basically like a skylight, but it's a can light that, that looks – sun tunnel is the brand and – that I'm thinking of for that. So that's a good one to to bring in. Just keep in mind, though, even it's pretty cool on uh, clear nights and you have the moon out, your whole kitchen can light up with a uh, moonlight with those sun tunnels in there. Find focal points. So splashy tile, fancy colors, range hoods kind of make that focal point. So to kind of determine what the focal point's going to be, and that may be determined on when you come into the house and how it look, especially if you're going to take down a wall between a kitchen and, and a dining room, it may change the focal point. Maybe if you did that and the way your kitchen's la- laid out right now, maybe the fridge is the focal point. So uh, that may not be uh, what you want there. So just look through that. Think of focal points and all those good things there. Uh, busy countertop patterns give an eye too much to look at sometimes. Pick one focal point in your kitchen design and complement that area with a few other quieter, quieter, eye-pleasing details around that. And that'll that'll help some of those there. All right, so let's let's go through a few kind of some of the general popular do's and don'ts in a kitchen remodel. That thinking about again, if you're if you're thinking about a kitchen, you know. And now even with a lot of our clients, they're thinking about, you know, holidays are coming up, so they're going to they're gonna be in their kitchens again. Now's a good time, too. If, if you forgot how it was last year, get through the holidays, you know, see how you're using your kitchen. If you're, if you're wanting to get something done before the holidays, it's probably too late. You might get something done before Christmas if it's depending on what it is. But um, going through the design process, just for us at JNR Construction, it's usually a, a couple month process to go through the design piece of it because you want to you want to spend a lot of time on that front end and going through all the scenarios and we do a lot of hand holding with our clients and our designers go shopping with our clients to pick out things so you want to make sure you spend a lot of time on the front end before you're actually doing construction in the house and and those so small list of do's and don'ts we'll go through the don'ts first and then get into the do's. So it says, don't position your fridge too close to a wall. So this is a mistake uh, that this particular couple, they they made, and they left their uh, fridge. You want, they left four inches of space around the fridge, but they forgot the floor trim was going to be there, and then they forgot about how the door fridge curved and how the handles were. 
So you want to, that's why we talk about making sure if you're going to do a kitchen remodel, are you going to use your existing appliances? Are you going to go get new kitchen appliances? Uh, if you're going to get new appliances, knowing the styles of those and how the door handles hit. And, you know, if you're going out looking at kitchen appliances, especially refrigerators, open that thing all the way up and see how far that door has to come open to get the drawers out. I was in a house once and they talked about they were going to redo their kitchen, but the fridge they bought five years prior to that, they're going to get a new fridge because the fridge they got was too big. And when they opened the door, they could never get the drawers all the way out. So there's things that they couldn't ever clean in there. And so think about that. Keeping a fridge away from the wall, sometimes in the, the design and layout, you can't, you, it has to go up against like an end wall or something. But maybe you build that cabinet, do a, a fridge cabinet around that that creates a filler so it keeps it off the wall uh, so you can open up those doors all the way. So when you go to look at appliances, you know, especially in all these showrooms and the flashy lights and there's so much there and you're excited about looking at those things. Don't forget to open it all the way up, pull every single shelf and drawer out of there that the rep might be, what in the world are these people doing? Are they moving in? <laughs> you got to test that out, make sure it's going to, it's going to work and, and take a tape measure with you. Take a small tape measure, make those notes, how, how many inches when I open this fridge all the way up. So maybe it's a 36 inch fridge. But when I open the door, I've got to have 39, 40 inches to be able to get these drawers out. So that'll that'll be able to tell you there. Don't they have listed here? Don't place your oven directly next to the wall or another appliance. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to cram all those appliances together. Or maybe you want a cooktop separate from a wall oven. Thinking about space, you know, you may not have enough space for that. So. Don't cram too many things together there in one in one small space. Don't position your oh, this is a big one. Don't don't position your recessed lights too far away from the edge of your countertops. Also, don't position them too close to the wall. You got to remember if you have a twelve inch cabinet above and you put a recessed can light and your base cabinets are twenty four inches, your countertop sticks out you know twenty five and a half or so. Bringing those can lights out. Uh, a couple feet as opposed to keeping them too close then thinking about your upper cabinets what type of are you going to have crown molding up there how far out is your crown molding going to going to stick out is it going to and knowing what your trim around that can light how thick is that trim going to be there's so many different trims now with can lights and different sizes we do a lot of five inch can lights but there's a lot of your traditional six-inch can lights. Maybe you have can lights existing in your in your kitchen. Look up there at the trim. The trim is that thick part that is around the light bulb that kind of finishes out and hides where the drywall has been cut and things. They make some different sizes of those and whatnot. So uh, a special layout for those. And, and also around your fridge, maybe you decide to do a fridge cabinet that's 24 inches deep. Well, if you put a can light at 24 inches there by your fridge, that's not going to work. So you might have to pull that out, you know, to 30, 32 inches, 36, somewhere in there. Again, crown molding, all those things to consider when you're laying out your kitchen. If you're going to, if you're going to go through and add that kind of lighting, which I'd say the majority of our our clients and what we see that you're you're adding additional lighting because there wasn't substantial lighting that was thought about, you know. 
so many years ago. Okay, the next don't is don't put your waste basket, don't put your trash can too far away from the sink. You know, think about how, you know, food particles and loading dishwashers and those things. Sometimes we put in two different trash cans. You have a small space. Maybe you have one that's underneath the sink that you pull out and use that for all your scraps and food waste. And then maybe you have a secondary trash can. That's the main trash can for this kitchen that everybody uses, kind of the community trash can. Because, And also think about if you just have one trash can and you put it close to the sink and that's the only trash can you have in the kitchen and that's where you spend a lot of your time prepping everything else when people are in the kitchen, think about where they're going to go and throw away things and might be in your way and and all those things. So maybe you put two trash cans in, thinking about secondary trash cans and things like that. Again, hey, this is us, Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Skinny. We are talking about kitchens this week and uh, some kind of do's and don'ts and tips and tricks and tricks and treats here on Halloween's edition of kitchen remodeling, kitchen tips. All right, the last uh, one on this list, don't. The um, thinking about stainless steel sinks and water spots, and we're doing a lot of thinking about don't just go with a standard sink if that's not what you're used to, or you're thinking about how you're going to clean, how you keep things clean, water stains, all those things. They make a lot of, we do a lot of kind of composite sinks now. There's uh, fire glazed, scratch resistant, some are. You have farm sinks. Some can show up some little ring uh, black marks. There's ways to get those out, things like that. Speaking of farm sinks, another uh, one, uh, you ever go into somebody's house that has a farm sink and they've always got a towel hanging on the front to block that? That Sometimes your belt buckles when you're sitting there washing dishes may rub up against the, the farm sink and create some marks and Mars and things like that. So watch those. Some do's, some do's for your kitchen. So do these things, you know, getting the, then the pull out waste baskets, you know, trash can drawers, those things. It's great space savers. Like I was saying earlier on the, you know, maybe you have a, maybe you have two trash can locations, maybe one's for waste by the sink, dishwasher area. Maybe you have a secondary one somewhere else. Do put in ceiling lights around your countertops. That just creates great workspace. If, you, if you're not going to tear out your ceiling and do those or do some remodel can lights, uh, which remodel can lights allow you, if you know where joists are and spacing and what's up there, can you don't have to tear out your ceiling. Maybe you put in some under-cabinet lights that kind of accent that. Under-cabinet lights have come a long way, and they have LED tape lights. We do a lot of those. Maybe your traditional kind of puck lights, um, like hockey puck style lights that go under there, some other different styles. There's several great sites out there, a lot of good local lighting suppliers here in town that we use. If you want to know some of those, give us a call. We can we can tell you about those. Do, do try to get an island if you can. That's just – it's uh, function-wise. We – did one project where there wasn't a lot of space so we made a movable island put it on wheels and then they were able to kind of push it over into the side when they weren't using it bring it out when they needed to use it i had a friend of mine that got one of the 
seen these toolboxes at some of the home improvement stores, the Craftsman, maybe out in some of your all's garages. They've got those wood tops. People are buying those and using them for kitchen islands. You know, think of all the drawers and compartments they have in there. So it's a, a neat, a neat concept there to have that kind of breaks it up. Especially the uh, there's one brand of of cabinetry like that garage cabinets. It's got the Kentucky blue, so you have that blue island and all your other cabinets. So it's pretty neat. All right, again, just add as much light as possible, and then. Thinking about, you know, the the kitchen triangle, if you've heard that, the working triangle, you know, the distance between your kind of the fridge, the sink, the stove, that's kind of gone out the window a little bit as uh, kitchens have evolved. So it's not that important anymore. You still want to have a good, most of us probably have a good uh, kitchen triangle workspace, kind of the distance between the two. And that's what we're talking about. One of the tips, you know, thinking about your distance between there. And all those things. Again, thanks for joining me today here on the Trick or Treat Edition Special National Nap Day. Just kidding. I don't know if it's National Nap Day. Maybe you're taking a nap right now because I put you to sleep. (laughs) Take a 15-minute nap. If you're out driving around, pull in a parking lot, especially this downpour rain, just enjoy that. Enjoy the process of, of rain. I had a couple yesterday I went and met with on their project. They're from California uh, in San Diego, and they lived out in the desert part. They moved here two years ago, and uh, they said every time I was out there, it was raining yesterday, and they were so excited and so happy. I was was like, you know, I brought the rain with me, and they're like, oh, this is great. It's like, you know, it's like a sunny day for for them and uh, for some of us maybe that's lived here a long time. Maybe a rainy day is not the best day, but. Hey, you can make a rainy day turn into a sunny day. All right. Hey, we'll be right back. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. This is Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Skinny. And uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. This is Skinny. This is Skinny on the Home. Uh, Right here live in Central Kentucky. We're at 873-9566. If you want to get on, if you've got a question you want to get on the show, before we wrap up for the day, we also have a text line. We're at 225-0162. All right. We are um, wrapping up kind of some final things on kitchen remodeling this week. We kind of the, we've talked through kind of some do's and don'ts, a few final things here. You know, again, pay special attention to the layout, how things are going to be laid out. If you work with a with a company or even you're going to get kitchen cabinets. Even even your box stores, most of the, your kitchen cabinet places have design software where they can walk you through and kind of draw it up and lay it out. We have we have software that uh, you know we can show you in 3D, change colors, walk you through the space, all of that. Pay special attention to that layout. Don't forget about your storage, how all those are going to function. You know, maybe you have a bunch of doors for pots and pans now maybe you want those to be in drawers in the future make sure you got enough lighting you know have make some bold statements if you want to eliminate eliminate your wasted steps design wide walkways direct your traffic flow and what you're doing there find the right height for the microwave Stay clear of your corners. I'm just thinking about 
that's talking about your inside corners, lazy Susans, th- things like that, how you're going to function those. Determine your island's function. Plan a landing space. Hey, also, as I'm going through these, if, if you want any of this stuff that I talk about on the air, you can send me a text, 225-0162, or you can call us at the office, or you can even send me an email. My email address is jimmy at jrcsi.com. jrcsi.com is also our website. You can click on there. You can hit the contact us there. But any of this stuff, I can I can send you the PDFs of this, send you that kind of – we also have a – kitchen remodeling checklist that'll kind of whether you're doing it yourself or some things to think about and get some decisions on on some things prior to doing that consider your countertops again materials how you're going to use it double up on if you've got space you know for an extra microwave or fridge arranging things around the range pot fillers storing your knives and how those are going to be stored make recycling easy Easy reach if you got kids. Also, one thing, you know, pet pet drawers. You know, thinking about pet food and maybe you have a drawer at the bottom that you want to pull out. And that's where your water and food dish are going to go. Thinking about those with pets. Having the message center, maybe incorporate that with the landing, landing uh, zone. Plug it in, plugs, you know, from – oh, I, I wanted to mention this on plugs in your backsplash – if you're going – say you have existing plugs there now and you've got a countertop and you've got maybe just a three- or four-inch tall backsplash from your existing countertop that's been there since the house was built, you're going to take all that off. You're going to do a new stone top. And you're going to do some nice new tile backsplash. One thing to check, and you can do this by measurements or, or one way measuring down, but a, a, a laser in the middle of the room is a good way if you have access to a laser that can shoot a laser beam around, but the height of those outlets and switches in your backsplash. I've, I can't tell you how many houses I've been in, and those are not exactly the same height. They might be off a half inch, a quarter inch. I've seen some as far as three quarters to an inch off when you look at those. And if those are off, when you put in a new tile backsplash, it may really accent how bad those are off. Uh, especially with tile that you know you've got a grout line that's consistent and level off your countertop up and around so pay close attention to those outlets in your backsplash if you're going to and again if you're hiring someone working with a contractor or a tile guy or kitchen company just have them make sure they they talk about that and measure those things so cut your cleaning time break up cabinetry you know, long runs, use light colors and small kitchens, find the focal point. And that's kind of, you know, kitchens are, uh, kitchen is the heart of your home. When you take that out, it's like you're having a heart transplant for uh, not just a, a day or two. It's, it's for a period of time. So process through that. So thanks for joining us. See you next week.